recording. That is important. We don't want to have to do it over again. So here we go. Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others tell their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest with a burning desire to help others, works with a team on a mission to serve their customers with honesty, integrity, and competence. Her goal is to provide home loans to her clients while providing them with the lowest interest rates and closing costs possible. Furthermore, they pledge to help borrowers overcome roadblocks that can arise while securing a loan. With over 30 years of experience in banking and mortgage industry, she has devoted her life to helping others obtain and maintain home ownership by offering the best financial solution to meet the needs of each qualified buyer. Often quoted saying, I believe knowledge is power, and I am always eager to share my expertise to empower others so they can proceed with confidence. Advice she offers others aspiring to succeed as a business owner is simple. Follow God's plan for your life. Please help me in extending a warm Morning Fuel podcast welcome to the owner of M&M Mortgage Team, Lori Morrow. Very nice to meet you, Lori. <laughs> Thanks, John. We almost did this one other time, didn't we? We did. Yeah. We did. I was not feeling very well, and I didn't want to risk you know, any of the crud going around, but yeah. uh, it's good to, good to get to see you now. Thanks. So I, I met you and your husband, uh, I believe, at one of many of the uh, York County Chamber of Commerce Business After Hours or some other networking function. Correct. It was York County. It was. Okay. All right. Excellent. Yeah. York County so far has been uh, one of my favorites when it comes to networking and meeting really, really great people. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been a part of the chamber? Are you a part of the chamber? Or? I am. I okay. am. Uh, Eminem joined the chamber probably two years ago. Okay. Okay. I first um, came to know the chamber back in 2019. I actually started doing the podcast and was in business for a short time, seeing if that's what I wanted to do. And I met some of the greatest people, nice. you know, um, let's see, Butch Beckman, you know, he's, he's a, he's a fun guy. He's a, he's a serial networker. Um, and, uh, you know, Kind of, kind of can be an oddball sometimes, but he's, but he's great. He's, he's a wonderful guy. I had him on the podcast. Um, yeah, you know, just some great stories. Um, when, when you, you said thirty years in the business, uh, have, have you always worked for yourself, or did you work for someone else? I actually started. I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. And I was going to go to school. I was accepted at a college, Eastern Mennonite College, as a matter of fact, okay. out in Harrisonburg. All right. And I was going to go with my friends. And I had always practiced teaching my stuffed animals on my bed. As I was growing up, I'd line them up. Yeah. And I would do my homework pretending I was teaching them the lesson I was supposed to be learning. So that was my desire, was to teach. And when I met my husband, all that changed. I didn't. I met him in France, is what I tell everybody. Well, well you say you tell everybody that, but is that true? 
Well, kind of. We were both working in the French village at Bush Gardens. Oh, get out of town. Okay, I got you. Yeah. But, uh, Wait, what, was it was it France or New France? It was France. Okay. It was Aquitaine. Yes, it okay. was. I worked there too when I was. When Did I was, you? I was actually sweeping the ground. He was sweeping. In, he was a sweeper France. in his knickers, and he yeah. would always refuse to tie his shirt. Oh and, yeah, right. yeah, because it was cool, you know, and he wore the sunglasses, sure. which was not appropriate. But either, it was but. always hot. And yes. all, it was, seemed to be like at least 10 degrees hotter in Bush Gardens than it was any place else. Yep, yep. So we met in high school, both <laughs> of great. us. And so what, um, wait, what did you do? At I sold Bush hats. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I worked in the hat shop. Okay. So when we uh, got married, we were really young. Uh, he wasn't even 18 yet. Okay. I was 19, and he hadn't quite turned 18. Gotcha. So I, the cradle I did. You were I did. In by France. A, well, he lied. He told me he was a year older, even so oh. much that his class ring said 86. What? I know. And I'm like, how'd you do that? <laughs> but anyway, I know. So when we got married, um, we really made a lot of the same mistakes that a lot of young kids young people make you know they wanted everything that their parents had without having to realize that their parents went through a process to get to that point so those those 20 year overnight successes right absolutely thanks to credit cards and loans and things that you don't need to get started with Mm -hmm. um but as a result, you know, we ran into financial ruin very, very early on, and our parents had basically warned us about getting married and said, don't do it because it, you guys are too young, you haven't lived yet, right. it's not going to succeed, right, right, right. you know, that kind of thing. And that being what it is, we we kept – and I'm one of those people, if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I am. So we, now, what side of the family did you get that from, mom or dad? The stubbornness. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I got it from God. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I gave you a promise. You stick yeah, it out. Right. Uh, but but we did. We had our first daughter and or our first child. It was a daughter, and the things just fell apart. You know, it sure. was too expensive. We had issues with our marriage. We had issues with everything because it's all connected, sure. money and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a couple of years, he ended up losing his job at the shipyard because he was depressed. His father had just died. Mm. We'd given birth to our son. Um, so we only have the two kids, the daughter and the son. But as a result, uh, we ended up filing bankruptcy. We lost everything. He ended up getting a job in Tampa Bay, ship uh, shipbuilding in Florida, Tampa, oh, wow. Florida. Uh, we didn't even have the money to move. We sold everything we had. We moved down there by the skin of our teeth. We were homeless, mm. living in a hotel with two kids oh, for a wow. month. Um, so that's, we hit rock bottom. That's tough on a mama. We hit rock mm. bottom. And I remember pawning our wedding rings just to feed the kids one oh, night. Wow. It was rough. And we never had stability from the time we got married up until this point. And I remember being on my knees in front of the toilet in the bathroom at the hotel, just praying to God, you know, just go ahead and kill me. I can't do this anymore. It was traumatic. But it was at that point that I received a phone call in the hotel room 
And I got up. The kids were sleeping. David was at work. And I answered the phone, and it was Disney. And Walt Disney World offered me a job. So you, you had been just putting applications out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they offered me a job. And I went, I had done the interview before, just trying to get something going. And they hired me as the voice of Walt Disney World. I worked at Vista United Telecommunication. Yeah. I am in the presence of greatness. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, But we got voice lessons. They put us through the whole process, taught us how to speak. And then when you called Walt Disney World and you received the recording, it was various different people that record their voice messages. Sure. Uh, you know, thank you for calling Walt Disney World. You know, and then you just kind of right. go on with the spiel and there you have it. But So you did all of that stuff, I not just did. for the phones, you did for different things. Yes, right? yes, yeah. absolutely. Wait, hold on. Were you ever the monorail voice? No. Oh, come on. No. My wife and I went on our honeymoon. No. We went <laughs> on our we went on our honeymoon to Disney speak World. Spanish. Right. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> it was so much fun because every time we got on the monorail it was the same thing. It was Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, Por favor mantenga de las puertas. <laughs> and I was I learned it, right? And then I actually reached out to that guy. I found out who did the, vo- the voice of the monorail. <laughs> right. And, but that, that is so cool. That I must know. have been a fun time. It was good. I actually got to play. They did every year. They did a recording of um, the, and I always forget the name of the Christmas thing with Scrooge and Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did the, cr- a, the Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. They like did that. a radio broadcast of the show in their sound booth. Right. And I was Mrs. Cratchit. Ah. So that was kind of fun. And I've got wow. that recording. So how long did you do that? I only did it for six months. And then I received a telephone call again from casting. And they said, all right, the position we really hired you for is open now. So we're going to move you. What? And, and unbeknownst I, to you, like, what are you, what? It was the mortgage department for the credit union. What? And prior to all of this, I had been working in banking. I had worked at a mortgage okay. company. You know, I had done some things. So they moved me over there. And I had sworn when my son was born that I was never going to get back involved in banking and mortgage again. Because the whole time my daughter was growing up, I was working. Because mortgage requires a lot of time. Oh, sure. And so you lost that time. I with missed your her children. first word. Yeah. I fi- missed her first step. I missed so much. I felt like she was raised by, you know, the sitters. Yeah. And I, I felt like a bad mom because yeah, of that. Sure. But when my son came along, I didn't want to miss those things. So I burned everything. I burned all my contacts. I burned my certifications. I burned all of my books, everything. And I swore, I'm not going to get into this again, you know, because mortgage is never what I had planned initially. Sure. It just kind of happened. Okay. Well, my head is still spinning over the temporary position for the mortgage position is voiceover. I just, I'm like... They just found a place to put me. Oh, wow. Okay. Until the place they really wanted me opened up. (laughs) I know, right? Isn't that crazy? So then what happened? I mean, obviously, at one point, you kind of had to fall in love with mortgage like you'd never had before or what? I mean, what happened? I kind of accepted it as my, I guess, my fate at that point because I thought, well, you know, I don't want to do this. This is not what I want. I don't want to work, you know, live to work. I want to work to live. I want to enjoy my life. And 
But that time, it put me in touch with someone that really changed our lives. And it was a mortgage broker that was in Southern Florida. And he was a friend of someone that worked at the mortgage department. Our credit was toast. We, we really hadn't done what we needed to do to be able to get a home. And this guy stopped and counseled us through. And we purchased our first house within six months of me taking that job. And then from there, we ended up buying three more houses. Wow. And all of this, so from homeless to owning three houses in two years. Wow. I know, it was insane. And I thought, okay, now it's my turn. I want to start helping other people that have fallen on bad times to show them that, hey, look, life happens. But... It's not about money. It's about giving back. Okay. So from the from the prayer mm-hmm. that led to the phone call. Kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Six months, you're mm-hmm. doing voice for Disney. Mm-hmm. Then you're in the mortgage department, meet this guy, and then how, what's the period of time that from, from destitute, you know, prayer mm-hmm. to owning three homes? What, what was? About peri- a year peri- and a half. A year and a half. Mm-hmm. All I got to say is praise God. That's amazing. About a year and a half. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from God that, listens to the prayers of mamas. Especially when we're desperate. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it did. It changed. I mean, my career just took off, and I worked for three credit unions, um, just helping them get their mortgage departments online. Right. Uh, I was in Vermont for a year, uh, West Point, Virginia for a year. Um you know, just kind of working with these different credit unions. And then eventually I kind of said, you know, I need to do this for myself. And I really felt God saying, do this for yourself. And a lot of times if we'll listen to what God's really telling us to do and do it to the letter, things will go a little different than if we try to interpret what he's saying oh well you might mean yeah it's got to be something complicated exactly exactly we do that with the scripture when it simply says something you know it's like uh we try to make it more magical than that or something i know i know and so (laughs) instead of starting my own company which is what i know that's what he meant i went with a franchise company and a little, little bit of fear involved I in think starting maybe. your own company stepping right? out on my own oh, yeah sure. so i signed up with a franchise company i had no control over the pricing i had limited control over the loan products that i could offer it went all right for five years because that was from 2001 to 2000 well 2002 to 2000 and six. That was really riding high then. And then 2007, things started to get wobbly. And then 2008, the mortgage market hit the floor. Sure. And the franchise pulled our license and we were right back on the floor again with nothing. And it's like, really? So we declared bankruptcy again. Hmm. And it was, it was very... It was a very low point in our life. I can't say it was as low as the first. Sure, so you're kind of disappointing, but you had learned some things mm. the first time around. Mm. And wishing I had listened to his words oh, exactly. Wow. Sure. You know? So we ended up um, going back to work for people, you know, different companies. Sure. 
my husband and I, because he was working with me at the time, and he'd always been with the shipyards and welding and stuff. So he went back to that, and I went back to the banks and the credit unions and and everything and kind of worked through some more. So all of this is still mortgage, but working at different places. But I I know going through all of that too, Uh you must have still had that voice in the back of your head remembering, I need to be working for myself. Yep. And so in um, 2000 and, goodness, when did I do it? 2019 was when I finally went solo. And it was just me. And we didn't have any, there was no, nobody else over me. It was just sure. my shop. It was my thing. Yeah. And I was and, very scared. And this scared. is in Virginia at this, at mm-hmm. this point. So uh, born and raised in, in Virginia in this area? Yeah. Or, okay. Yep. I was born at Dixie Hospital, which no longer exists, okay. which was in Hampton. Uh, and then my husband was actually born at Langley Air Force Base. Okay. So yeah, uh, went to Minchville High School graduated from there he went to Denby so yeah true from here's <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. moved around a bit but yes absolutely so you know I think the biggest reason that I wanted to help others when I got through this I got into this and I said all right I'm gonna do it your way God we're gonna do it your way and I have no idea where the leads are gonna come from I've been doing this business for you know at the time 30 years and I said I'm gonna just keep doing what I do, and you're gonna you're gonna make the phone ring. Now you're 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 not just doing what you do, but you're also doing it with your family. I, I visited your website. I saw a picture of your son on there. I do now. Am I thinking is, is your daughter a part of? Your... She is now. Wow. Yeah, See, but that's... not then. In 2019, okay. it was just me. Okay. It was December of 2019, and it stayed that way until March. Um, the phone started ringing right away, which. As soon as it was plugged in, and I'm thinking, wow, okay. It wasn't Disney again, was it? No. (laughs) It wasn't. Um, But we just started, the loans just started coming in, and it got to the point where I couldn't keep up. And I had done a loan for someone uh, before, and I just loved her. She was amazing. She works for me now. Her name is Chrissy. And she had the most bubbly, amazing personality. And when it comes to submitting her her conditions, when we were doing her loan, she was so organized, more than I've ever seen in 30 years. And this was a loan for her. This wasn't. Yeah, it was for her and her husband at the time. Yeah, absolutely. So I called her and she had been uh, sitting for elderly couple and they had just died. Mm. And she was wondering what she was going to do. Okay. And then I called, and well, here we are, mm. you know. And she's so she's been working with you since March of 2020, okay. and then COVID hit. And, like I was going to say, March was the March was the time. Yeah. I remember. Wow. And I said to him, she started on the 15th, and then COVID, they did the whole shutdown on yeah. the 18th. Yeah. So I said to God, then I said, Lord, I. I did it the way you said, so it's your turn to show up. Mm. We grew. We wow. had more loans than it, – it made no sense. Sure. None. And we were slammed. We were just mm. constantly working. Um, we were able to work from home because, you know, for some of it. 
But for the most part, it was just me and her. So we just went ahead and went to the office. Was was there a learning curve for y'all with Zoom and stuff like that? I mean, because I, I could imagine that, you know, usually you're face to face, but now it's like everyone no. everyone's wearing masks. And I think, you know, we were good because it was just me and her in the office. And of course, we had a sign on the front that said, you know, okay. if you're coming in, you have a, have a map, you know, the usual. Yeah. yeah. We did all that. Don't want but, anybody shutting you down. Right. I mean, come on. But it kept growing yeah. and growing. And so then I called my daughter. And she was living in Jacksonville at the time, Florida. And I said, I, I need help. Can you at least do the books for us? You know, so she came on doing the books and then it grew. She got her license and she started originating and it, it just kept growing and growing. And Good people were calling us wanting to be loan officers for us. Wow. I wasn't calling them. They were calling That's us. Amazing. And so and it's interesting, too. You know it's God when the personalities just fit. Well, I mean, see, that's that's the that's the thing. You know, a lot of times we as business owners we're wanting to to hire people for skill, mm-hmm. but we can teach skill absolutely. If they don't have the personality, then you know it's, it usually goes south, or or people suffer for a very long mm-hmm. time. Well, that's wonderful. So you're getting the right people, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, all of this this immense favor. God taking care of you. He loves his kids, right? He's taking care of his kids, taking care of his girl, and your your business is growing. Where from here? Hmm. It's only 2023. Only he knows. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I do – one of the things that – one of the biggest blessings that I see now as I look back to that frustration that I had when my son was born about not wanting to do this anymore – And destroying everything because I didn't want it to take me away from my kids. Mm -hmm. And now my kids are with me doing it and learning it. Unbelievable. I know. That's That's awesome. That's amazing. It's great. Yeah. So we are licensed in Virginia, North Carolina. We just hired a loan officer in North Carolina. Um, He sought us out, which is amazing. And we went down and met him last weekend. His name is Brett. And he's never done this before. But it's like he said, he goes, I've talked to other companies, but I cannot get past the fact that I want to work with you guys. Oh, wow. That's cool. How how did he get to know know about y'all? He Googled us, which I thought was quite interesting. I was like, okay, he found us on Google. Yay. Uh, But he's, I'm really excited. But he liked what he saw. He did. He did. He felt like he would really get the training that he wanted. He said, it's not all about the money. And I said, no, it's really not. We don't charge what a lot of other companies charge. Our pricing model is very low. But, I mean, God has always taken care of us. So I have no reason to change it. And if we have a loan officer that wants to come on board and work with us and just wants to make money, we're not the place for them. Right. Because what we're here for is to help other people obtain a mortgage at a fair price and or maintain their home at a decent rate, right? but still get a very excellent customer service relationship and form relationships with other people that we're going to be there with them for the long haul. We're do- I'm doing loans now for grandchildren of people that I did loans for way back in the beginning wow. of my career. So it's it's good because my philosophy never changes. Right. So, but. Fantastic. Well, before I ask my last question, 
where can folks get in contact with you? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, you can reach us on phone, obviously, at 757-337-3287. Okay. Or you can look us up on the web at m and a n d m homeloans.com or you can reach us out on Facebook. Okay. Very cool. Well, last question. Lori Morrow of M&M Mortgage. What do you need as a, as a business owner? What what do you need right now? What would be, you know, the thing that's kind of top of mind that would just kind of help you grow or move to the next level right now? Hmm. That's a good question. And one that I really hadn't given much thought to okay. because I well, am. I'll make you think about it real quick. I know. I know. I was like, think fast. <laughs> first thing that comes to your mind. I know. First and thing. go. <laughs> um, for God to continue to bless us so we can be a blessing to others. I can't think of a better answer than that. That's amazing. Isn't that why we're here? Absolutely. You know, I think, uh, you know, most of the world operates in a, you know, me first and um, let me do for, for number one, and they're pointing at themselves, right? And, and I know that I was there for quite a while. Mm. But when I realized that if I help other people attain their dreams, the more people I help attain their dreams, God's going to bring people around me. Mm. I won't even have to look for them, mm. and they're going to help me to, to realize the dreams that he has put in my heart. That's right. Right? Absolutely. Wow, fantastic. Absolutely. Lori, really, really great to meet you, and I, I, I can't wait to share your story. Um, and uh, help some people because your story is going to help set some people free. Yes, absolutely. And that's if God uses me for that and continues to use me for that, I will take it. Wonderful. <laughs> Great to meet you. You too. All right.